0: are promoted. They have.
1: Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Wrexham Texan. My name is Jake Green. What a week it's been. Um, phenomenal. Uh, it is uh, quite a turnaround from from what was happening just a week ago. I mean, just a week ago, I had to say things like, just hang in there. We'll be fine. We're going to do all right. We're still in the playoff hunt. Um, just so many, just trying to reassure <laughs> myself as well as other people. Um, So, I mean, what a turnaround. Within a week, within seven days, everything went back to how it was supposed to be um, or how it should be, should be, definitely should be this way. Um, And yeah, it's been an absolute phenomenal week. I mean, the the Sutton game wasn't our best performance, but we got the victory, so that didn't really matter. And then yesterday at Knotts, I mean, come on, what a game, what a match. We uh we're gonna get to all that here in a bit, but it was it was an exciting game. I don't know what it is about us playing Knotts County, but I love to play Knotts County. We those games are always epic. Um, they're always a nail biter. So I would love for them to keep getting promoted with us um, because we're going to get promoted. Um, that's just all there is to it. Today we have a special guest. He's been on the show before. His name is Luke Midup. He is a Knotts County supporter, um, and yeah, great dude. He's got his he's got two podcasts of his own um, that you can go check out. It's in the episode description. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he's going to be on the show. We have a long talk, about 45, 40 minutes, give or take, um, and talk a lot about knots, a lot about soccer, football, my bad. Um, and, yeah, it's a fantastic time. Love love talking to that guy. So um, stick around. Uh, that's, that'll be coming up here in a minute. Um, but before that, y'all, if you don't follow my Rumble channel, Um, I highly recommend, uh, let's see, Rumble right there. That one, that logo, that is Rumble. Um, If you don't follow my Rumble channel, I highly advise you go follow me on Rumble because if you're watching this on YouTube, there's a chance that my YouTube channel will get banned at some point in the future. I run um, a few different podcasts and I also put out movies um, and as well as some other content that People, uh, people over at YouTube don't seem to uh don't seem to like very much or approve of. Um got a comment. Hello, Brazil, Rexum of Bra- Rexum AFC Brazil. Love it. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Um, I love I just love that rexham is like all around the world. There's a fan group in every country at this point. I mean, I would love to see a list of all the countries where there's a fan fan page, fan group, any any of the above, um, because that is pretty dang cool. That's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, go follow me on Rumble, the Rexum Texan. Um, that's gonna be where we primarily. That's gonna be what I focus on most of the time. All of my, my stuff's still gonna come out on all these other platforms, but um, Rumble is the safeguard. It's it's what you should be on instead of YouTube if you want more content from people that uh, may not be accepted in the mainstream or may just be silenced um, in the mainstream or corporate press or social media or whatever. Um, so yeah, let's get to this week, y'all, because it was, I mean, we got a lot to talk about. This is going to be a long episode. So just buckle up. Um, this will probably be hour, hour and a half episode just because of my interview with Luke. Um, we had a great time talking, so I put in the whole thing. Um, it was great. So let's uh let's watch some highlights from Sutton and remember this game. Um, the weirdest thing about this match is it just feels so dark in the stands. Um, it kind of just felt like a scrimmage, um, just uh, from the viewer's perspective. Uh, it didn't feel like we were watching a professional <laughs> uh, football match. So, um, but this first couple saves from Oconquo is. Unbelievable. I mean, look at that save. And then just, boom, right there. Sick. People have got to get on board with Okonkwo. I mean, I know a ton of people are, but if you're hating on Okonkwo, give me a break. Look at that dude. That was unbelievable. Quick reflexes. Fantastic. We're not going to watch the entire six minutes of this. Just because that's too much. Um,
2: uh, Yeah.
1: Let's see. I don't remember when we scored this episode, this, this, episode this game. Boyle? Yeah, there it is. Will Boyle redeeming himself. Um, a lot of people kind of wrote him off uh, a while ago um, after a couple red cards, including me. I kind of didn't think he was going to play for us anymore. Um, but lo and behold, he's back, uh, and he gets that ball in the back of the net to uh, give us the lead over Sutton. What else under it? Yeah, what more it? more space by Conquo, or he would have said that, I guess. Oh, that's right. See, yeah, yeah. Owen O'Connell, yes, I mean, had, I kind of had kind of like an on goal. Off, I mean, he uh, didn't kind of knock was it out of there, and Conquo was going the wrong way, so it young, young, is what it is.
2: Holding the line outside their penalty area. Luke Young
1: free kick Here we Young go Beautiful back. cross I post. mean freaking beautiful That shot a by Paul Mullen Was <laughs> If you see the replay From the from the touchline down there um, Yeah this one You can see that ball How close it comes to going in that goal I mean plays it down to Two inches ball. below ball. it may have ricocheted ball. in Look at this! <laughs> I love seeing Palmer in the game. I love that he came back for this game. Um, I want to see more of him playing. Oh. Thought he was going to get one there. That was perfect setup. Great play by Luke Bolton. Great play by Ollie. It was fantastic all the way around. And I think these goals right up here i mean a little ricochet in there but i mean 200 absolutely 200. phenomenal in what the 85th minute so to, well, give the the league, off, to give us the lead to give us the victory elliot freaking lee um it was fantastic i mean it was like i said it wasn't the best game we've played all season and it was against the second worst team in the league um but we made it through, we were going through a bad spell. So you don't, it's understandable that you don't just pop out of that and immediately dominate, um, a bad team because you're, it's art. you're already mentally struggling. Um, you're just w- desperately wanting to get that victory after four straight losses. So, um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't upset with, with our, play that day. I mean, the fact that we won just made up for everything. So who really cares how we played as long as we win? I'm happy with it. Um, but this past game, I mean, knots, we're going to cash. I just want to skip ahead to the knots game, but let's, let's just talk about a little bit. I'm not going to go through all the stats for the Sutton game. It was, it was pretty even, um, in a lot of regards. Um, the, what I do want to talk about is the lineup. Um, we had William Boyle. Jack Marriott and Luke Bolton all starting that game. Um, that is a completely different lineup than what we have been used to. Uh, the fact that Will Boyle started a game is is uh, so soon after getting that red card is is shocking. I mean, good on him. He did great. He crushed it the whole game. Um, Luke Bolton, I loved seeing how freaking direct that guy is. I mean, he just sprints straight at you. Um, it's an interesting juxtaposition to what, uh, Ryan Barnett does. And Ryan Barnett's one of my favorite players on the squad. And I just love his trickery, his moves, his stop and go. Um, he's so quick and fun to watch. Luke Bolton is like a freaking freight train. Um, Ryan Barnett's like a ballet dancer. (laughs) Um, they're both speedy. They're both very fast. Got a lot of pace, but, um, dadgum Luke Bolton, this game I thought did so well. And that pass to Ollie Palmer near, near the end of the game was, was fantastic. Um, and then Jack Marriott, he didn't, didn't get his, his goal, but I liked what I saw from him. Um, I, I think he he has been really really good in the past for other squads so i'm hoping that that i'm hoping that parky can bring that back out in him um because he's been through a dry spell recently and uh joining the joining rexham might might just bring him out of it and get him back to his old scoring ways cuz i mean he was scoring in the championship so the fact that we got him is is fantastic um and i think I think this is a place where he could thrive. So we'll see. We'll see how he goes. Um, We'll see. Yeah, we'll just see how it goes. Uh, I just have a lot more hope. (laughs) I'm a lot happier today than I was last week. Um, I just like that. I don't have to reassure y'all repeatedly that uh, we're going to be okay. Um, Because we are absolutely going to be okay. All right. Let's go to the freaking knots highlights. We're going to watch all these because the game was so dang good. Um, I don't care if I get a, a copyright strike. I wish they wouldn't strike me, but they sometimes do.
2: It, good pass up into midfield, but lead as well to win it.
1: Yeah, right. beginning of this game, I thought not, not this. That was... was...
2: Oh, my God. What a
1: chance. Six yards out one foot there we go there we go um yeah i mean from the get-go the game here we go here's here's the one barney look at him go look at his little feet little feet magic it's blocked first time goes and snags it and launches it into the middle deflection fletcher lean back kick upper 90 (laughs) unbelievable oh we're going to talk about fletcher um after the interview with luke interesting things with fletcher um that guy what an addition he's been how did he do that literally falling to the side and backwards just Throws his leg up and kicks it directly into the upper ninety. The only spot where I think he could have kicked it, where the goalie had no chance. That is a professional. That is a seasoned athlete. He is. I mean, Scottish beast. Love that dude. Um, then yeah, I mean they they've main, maintained possession for I think seventy five percent of the time. I think is what I saw. And they, oh Conquo. Gosh, look at him play, man! Um, it was a defensive game for us. Uh, we only had the ball for 25% of the time. We we didn't struggle. Um, I didn't. It didn't look like we were having trouble keeping up with their offense. It just felt like we were playing a defensive game um, and letting Okonkwo do his thing because his thing is fantastic. And so. I, It it never, to me, felt like we didn't have a good shot at winning the game, even though we rarely had the ball. There's something weird about it. I don't really understand how that works, because normally if we don't have the ball, I feel like nothing's going to happen and we're never going to score. But I guess every time we did get the ball, really good things happened, and we got the ball up the pitch. And Oh, my gosh. There were just so many times that you just – freeze and tense up and Fletcher oh I just wanted him to dink that over the goalkeeper but um just a little too far out good evening we are Rexham. um thanks for joining appreciate it uh I'm just thoroughly enjoying these uh these highlights right now McLean I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna crush it right there um phenomenal ball movement right there I mean any one of them could have ended up taking the shot, um, and it wouldn't have been as quality of a shot as n- what nearly Lee had. I mean, the, the, the ball movement, the unselfishness was fantastic on that play. Look at that! Oh! <laughs> Will Boyle almost got his second in two games. Yeah, this is what I'm saying like, anytime we did have the ball we did great things with it and we, we kept the pressure on them. And so the fact that they had just, Oh my gosh. Yeah. They had some goal. They had some plays that really made me nervous. Um, but like I said, our defense and I never felt like we were struggling. I thought everybody on the defense played fantastically. Um, I thought O'Connell was unbelievable. I thought Boyle was fantastic. Um, <laughs> Some of this look at that. He was gonna let it go and then cannon. I freaking love it. You get it. Here comes Mullen. Good shot. Good shot. I like that it was on target. I like that he didn't, um, he put it right where he needed to. You could see him getting frustrated. We'll talk about Mullin in a little while too. Um, McLean, he missed hit it. I think. You think he did. Um, it, it looked like he missed hit it, but I don't know. Was he just trying to curve it into the upper ninety on the left side? I couldn't tell you, but it was. If he was, that was beautiful. <laughs> if not, then yeah, you completely missed it. This is the one, y'all. Um, yeah, so that's the one that everyone's going to be talking about. You know, we are Wrexham, I, we are Says Boyle played his best for Rexham in the last two games. Isn't enough though. I agree. It's definitely not enough yet. He he definitely needs to go far beyond what he's done um, for the last two games because for the first three quarters of this season he's been atrocious. Um, I don't I don't think at this point. The fact that he has been starting the last couple games is interesting that Parkey has selected him for that. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure what to make of it. Cause he maybe, maybe it was a mental thing off the pitch where suddenly he is back to normal mentally and he's more focused and, and can play well on the pitch. Me and me and Luke talk about this here in a little while um, about mentality off the pitch and that seeping into your, your playing Um, so maybe there was something happening off the pitch for, for the first, you know, until recently, and now he's got his head straight. He's back in it. Um, dadgum, it looks like my YouTube stream was interrupted. (laughs) I just got a notification. Uh, let me go look to see apologies y'all. If that's the case, I don't care for that. Um, just wish, wish uh Dadgum. Policy violations. Yep, it was suspended from YouTube. Um sorry, y'all. I'm going to uh respond to some folks in the chat real quick. Uh I should not be playing highlights anymore um go check us out on rumble (laughs) because uh i guarantee you it's not suspended there um yeah apologies um if you're trying to watch and you can't at the moment um i i find that to be absolutely ridiculous that they delete the stream um I, that's infuriating that they just completely stop playing the stream because you i was playing highlights it's not like i'm playing property of like i'm not playing the game i'm commenting on highlights it, it just that drives me nuts i freaking hate youtube um yeah go over to our rumble channel um go to rumble they're not going to suspend us they're not going to do anything um i'm talking over news that's basically what it is the new like you're allowed to do you're allowed to take the news which is what highlights are and comment on them um as long as you're commenting and making your own assessment of things legally speaking you're okay i'm a filmmaker i know this i do this i've i've put news and sports and stuff in my movies um Yeah, that kind of thing infuriates me. So if you're watching on the Rumble channel, I apologize, or on the YouTube channel, I apologize. Um, I'm just not gonna be able to play highlights anymore if I'm gonna stream to YouTube. Um, Man, freaking YouTube, okay. Sorry, sorry about the rant. Sorry about the mistake. Um, I really don't know what to do at this moment. I wish I could fix it live on air, but there's just no way that's gonna happen. It's Oh man, that's just infuriating. All I want to do is <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, they they stopped Okay. Well, I really don't know what to do about that other than say go follow our Rumble channel. Just go follow our Rumble channel because that that's going to be the best place to watch um to watch this thing. Um yeah, there you go. All right, uh, let's talk about some stats real quick of, of the Knott's County game because this stat is wild. Um, 74% possession. I know we already talked about that, but that is just crazy. They had the ball so much. We we had 12 interceptions because they had the ball so damn much. Um, even on corners, uh, dis- distribution, 660 passes for them, 205 for us. They over-tripled our our score they over tripled it um their passing accuracy was phenomenal um they they played a heck of a game they just couldn't finish they had 11 shots three on target we had 16 shots four on target we had one goal um they just couldn't finish that was it macaulay langstaff just couldn't put one in the back of the net he had his chance within the first minute. And, uh, that was pretty much his best chance of the whole day was, um, was that, you know, I wonder if I can set up a new stream right now, um, for, uh, for YouTube. I think I can YouTube channel done public, save changes. All right, I think, uh, <laughs> let's see. Sorry, y'all, I know this is gonna be a fr- slightly frustrating episode, but let's see if, uh, let's see if it took us back live. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't think it did yet, at least. Um, it might, it might here in a second. Uh, oh yeah i think it did i think we're back live on youtube maybe i can't tell i don't know it's it's infuriating yes i think we are well we were that gum oh there's uh, i'm just messing up this whole episode there we go we're back live. Okay, so we're back live on YouTube. Um apologies. Apologies to everybody. You know, this kind of thing happens, I guess. Um I don't really care for it to happen, but it happened. Um all right, we're back on YouTube. Everything's great. <laughs> Most things are great. <laughs> um yeah. I mean, the stats, the stats definitely do not indicate that we should have won that game, but we absolutely played phenomenally. Um, and when it mattered, we converted. When it mattered, knots didn't. Um, so let's uh, let's go over to some tweets. Let's look at some tweets. Um, yeah, this this thing by uh, yeah. Maybe I should not play that. Um, Okonquo's day was unbelievable. He played so well. He had so many great saves. I I defy anybody to say that we shouldn't sign him. If you're saying we shouldn't sign Arthur Okonkwo or attempt or go all out to get him permanently on our squad, um, I want you to come on the show and make your case for it because that dude is killer. Um, he's young. He is just absolutely crushing it for us. Um, and I, I I don't see any reason why he shouldn't um, be signed permanently. But if you do, uh, come on. Come on the show. Message me. Um, we then have uh, Mr. <laughs> Sean Winter giving his reaction. I personally love Sean Winter. Um, I think uh, he's been part of my favorite. He's been one of my favorite parts of Welcome to Wrexham, the show. Um, this is his two minute reaction after the game, and we can talk about it.
2: Now I've just done. A 10-minute reaction video there to go on the YouTube channel, and it won't let me send it to Steve. Uh, Steve would only moan anyway because the light's not right and all this. Well, maybe, Steve, and if you're watching this, we should get back together and we should start doing the late show again. Tell him, everyone. All right. Tag him in this. Tell him. Um, I I want to say quick, passionate for me now, what a Vexham performance. That was absolutely unbelievable. I thought the Vexham fans were unbelievable. The race course was rocking. I haven't seen it rocking since the last time. I haven't seen it rocking like that, sorry, since the last time we played. Notch County, at home.
1: Mm. Wow. Yeah, Absolute there's something about the, wow. the rivalry, um, y'all.
2: All the parky out brigade. We, just two wins on the bounce now, but you're still flipping, Mo, won't you? Um, <laughs> a couple of geezers were telling me about they didn't like the Marriott and the Bolton sign. but crap, apparently. You know who you are. Uh, well, Marriott come on and look good again today. He looked good again in a week, and I like the look of Bolton, although he didn't come on today. Sorry, I'm talking fast. I'm trying to squeeze in in two minutes. Uh, Paul Mully getting his doubters. The man doesn't stop running. He's a credit to our football club and there he wears go. that badge with pride. Absolutely fantastic. Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. JJ, unbelievable. Uh, my man of the match was Ryan Barnett. I thought he was unbelievable, but yeah. James McLean got it. It could have gone to any of them. Ah! What a performance. Just absolutely brilliant. Not to count, we put it on us at first. Jody Jones for them is what a player he is, by the way. I'd love him in a Rexman shirt. Yeah, great. Knots come out and they looked a very good side. Concord kept us in it. Yep. But then I thought their keeper them very well as well. Yeah. We went 1-0 up. Um, and then we started to we started to put it on and We were uh, rightly winners, uh, rightly up at half time. Second half Rexman was just absolutely unbelievable, absolutely fantastic. I know I've got to go now because the two minute two minutes and something <laughs> bad is gonna come. Unbelievable from Lexham. Absolutely astonishing performance. Producer Steve, let's get the late show going again because these people want to hear it, man. Come on, Lexham. Let's get marching up this league. Let's go win it.
1: (laughs) I love that dude. He's so much fun. Um, Yes, everything he said. Um, Mullen isn't having his usual year, his usual season. Everybody knows that everybody understands that um, he understands that you could visibly see him getting pissed off today. Um, frustrated with himself. Um, I think more than anything, because um, everyone knows he's got the talent to do what he did the past three seasons. Um, but he's just going through. He's got the yips. He's got the yips. Y'all um, Mullen's got the yips. And, and the only way to get out of it is to just keep playing. And work your way out of it so um don't don't lose faith in Mullen. he he'll be fine he'll be fine um yeah okonkwo absolutely crushed it today i want to show more highlights but i think it'll just get me kicked off youtube yet again um one thing i did like uh that i saw was uh wrexham folks posing with uh macaulay langstaff um seems like a good good dude um i i like sportsmanship i like people uh, being kind to one another, um, even if you're on opposing sides. I like it when players help opposing players up off the pitch um, when they've fallen. Um, I like all that kind of stuff. And uh, I love seeing opposing players posing with uh, with our fans. So I thought that was fantastic. Um, yeah, I think we'll get to the rest of the things I have saved here in a little while. But... Without further ado, we have um, a Knott's County supporter coming on the show. His name is Luke Midup, and uh, we have a great conversation. This is pre-recorded. Um, the rest of this episode is live, so um, I'm going to leave it here. If you have any comments, I'll be happy to reply in the chats. Otherwise, um, enjoy my interview with uh, with Luke Midup. All right, Mr. Luke Midup, welcome to the Wrexham Texan. How are you doing today?
0: it's good to be back jake it's good to be back how are Heck you yeah. i'm
1: doing great man i think you're my first uh repeat guest on the wrexham texas oh, I'm, I on, on, I'm
0: honored i'm deeply touched there jake Heck
1: yeah i mean i figure since you know it seems like we're gonna be rivals for a very long time it might as well establish a good relationship with some of the yeah yeah well
0: maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe we might not be in the same division next year the way things are going but we'll see
1: Hey, up until this week, we would have agreed with you. We might not be in the, or we we might not be going up. You know, yeah. Um, it's it's been a it's been a rough four games prior to this for Rexham. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot to talk about with knots because oh, yeah, it's, it's
0: it's been eventful. Yeah. Yes. So, um, where do you want to start?
1: Let's uh, you know, let's start with the biggest one. Let's start with new head coach. Start with uh yeah Stuart Maynard um first of all what what are your first what were your first thoughts when you heard uh Stuart was being hired I mean not at all
0: surprised we looked at Stuart Maynard when we hired Luke Williams so he's somebody that's been on the club's radar for a very long time Mm -hmm. (laughs) (coughs) I'm sorry
1: all good all good yeah
0: um so yeah he's somebody that's been on the club's radar for a very long time Mm -hmm. um he did a remarkable job at Wealdstone when you consider that they're one of i think the last three semi-professional teams in the national league so to get them reliably mid-table yeah. in the national league is pretty impressive
1: mm-hmm. like
0: i said on um, like i said on my last appearance the sort of style and philosophy of the club comes from the owners as much as anything else mm-hmm. so stuart maynard is he's tweaked the team since Luke Williams left he has but he's not like fundamentally changed the way we play and I don't expect him to yeah um
1: yeah how, how are the like players uh jiving with like his tweaking and and just a, that kind of shake up I mean it's, it's
0: it's it's been it's been really it's been a difficult few months for not yeah because I was listening back to the previous episode we did Mm -hmm. and I feel like I I feel like I jinxed the club because (laughs) I said the one thing that could stop us was injuries and guess what (laughs) um it's not like we've had a lot of injuries but we've had injuries to the players that really matter particularly Matt Palmer Mm. um who's out for the season with a knee problem
1: yeah didn't that happen Um, soon after our our yeah
0: like literally (laughs) i think about a fortnight later um mike palmer is so crucial to the way we play Mm. not because he scores a lot of goals or even creates a lot of chances but you look at a heat map of where he covers Mm -hmm. in a game he covers every blade of grass yeah he is the lower league version of an angolo conte um (laughs) type player he's like having two play two players in midfield rather than one right um essentially so losing him's been really bad because what that's done what that's done is Mm -hmm. opened us up a lot more than we should be Mm. I mean we 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 always play in a very sort of open risky way but the last few months have just been ridiculous like a lot of people put the blame on um the central defense I don't so much because of the sheer amount of work they're being asked to do Mm -hmm. it's inevitable that we're going to concede goals right um so I think one of the things Stuart Maynard has done is um played as a little bit deeper been a bit more pragmatic basically I think he's recognized correctly that if we don't stop conceding goals our season's going nowhere right because (laughs) You know, we're still one of the highest scoring teams
1: in mm-hmm. the
0: league, but we're also the team that concedes the most outside of like Colchester, Forest Green, and Doncaster, I think. Okay. So we desperately yeah. need to tighten up at the back.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's, that's definitely a big deal. And yeah, I mean, like you said, in, injuries will like, and define the rest of your season depending on who gets injured and how long they're out and um yeah I mean y'all have definitely had a a rough couple of rough couple of months your December was brutal
0: it was it was really really brutal and I mean that wasn't helped by what was going on with Luke Williams right um because he's moved on he's become the new coach at Swansea Mm -hmm. um the I, I have no way of knowing this. I have no way of knowing whether this is true, but the rumor is that he and Swansea were in quite a long negotiation
1: mm.
2: behind
0: the scenes before there was an official yeah. approach by Swansea to not.
1: He kind um, of, he kind of uh, alluded to that in his exit interview, um, saying yeah. it was a long process and he'd been like people had been showing interest for a while. Um, yeah, I feel like he kind of alluded to that.
0: So, I mean, I, th- I think that had, I think that had to be, I think that had to be, I think that had to be disruptive. Yeah. And we, we just haven't, we just haven't played as well as we did during the first half of the season. I think that that is at least in part, because again, like I said, in the previous episode, our plan B is to do plan A better, <laughs> Um, which is fine, but I think, which is fine, but I think teams have to some extent worked out how you play us yes now so i think what stuart maynard has to do without abandoning his principles and the, the way the owners want the team to set up
2: mm-hmm.
0: we do need a plan b i mean we've got a guy who we signed in january who didn't start today because he's only just arrived okay. a guy called Abadala Jatta, who is a teammate of jacob mendy in the gambian
1: oh really okay. uh,
0: national team
1: I yeah, and he, news about that. Okay. And he, and
0: he looks like he might be what we need because he's big, he's tall, he's quick. Mm. And if we have to play if we have to play the ball upfield quickly. Yeah, he seems like the kind of player who can hold up a, who can hold a ball up um, mm. really well
1: okay and he just got there so he wasn't able to play today
0: yeah he literally he literally arrived on th- he literally arrived in the country on thursday oh wow
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. that <laughs> um
0: so yeah and I mean the other thing is we've spent more money on him than we spent um than we spent on a player in a long time i yeah. when I read the danish article on Google translate it said about 1.1 million kroner which if you put it into a Currency converter is about 130,000 quid. Okay. 130,000 pounds, so about $150,000 there or thereabouts. So that's more than we've spent on a player in a good long while.
1: Yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of used to that over over in Wrexham. You know, we, yeah, 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 we, yeah, yeah. We tend to pay top dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't um, need to
0: rub it in, Joe. You know, Be it, it
1: has its good things and bad things. I, I, I don't always like having a ton of money. Like, there, it, obviously, there are times when it's nice, if, especially if you're competing with different teams for one really good player. But if you have a lot of money to throw around, it has the tendency to be used improperly or like quickly you know like there are some players that we've signed that i didn't know why we signed i still don't know why we signed and we paid a lot of money for them so um yeah i mean obviously it is a good thing to have a lot yeah. of money so.
0: I, mean, I, I I thought you, I thought you guys had a very solid transfer window actually um yeah. I, like, yeah I like I like Luke Bolton and Jack Marriott there is a hell of a player in there somewhere yes um because he played for Derby Derby's the next city over from Nottingham so we have the same local news okay um so yeah. I watched I watched a lot of highlights of Derby over the years yeah. um and Jack Marriott particularly there was one playoff game in the championship against Leeds. okay he absolutely ripped Leeds apart <laughs>
2: Nice. he is
0: so mad, mad. He, yeah so he's, he's he's not repeated that form over the last few years but if you can find the player that's in there mm-hmm. he is way too good for league two
1: yeah that, that's kind of what I gathered I kind of feel like he's had a bad streak recently um but that he's still plenty young enough and fit enough to to make a comeback and do what he was doing
0: and I mean my guess is that Parkey and Sean Harvey and Les Reed have looked at it and said if we can find that player we're going to be you know he's going to be the best player at the club if we can't yeah it's not the end it's not the end of the world we shake hands and move on at the end we'll shake hands and move on at the end of the season
1: and yeah, and even in his current form, he's still better than some of the players we've already got. So yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's not that bad. Um, let's talk about uh some of y'all's sign-ins. Um I've I've pulled up some of y'all's articles here. Here's Charlie Colket. Um yeah, what do you think of him? I, I know. I uh, I, know.
0: I mean Charlie Colkett is an interesting one. He's um not played that many games at crew. He mm-hmm. was excellent as an academy player at chelsea he's kind of lost his way yeah uh he's kind of lost his way since being released it wouldn't be the first time we've signed that kind of player dan crowley fits that um fits that profile um the player we've signed that i'm really excited about is scott robertson off fleetwood who look who is it was a direct replacement um for matty palmer he came in uh, we sort of had to throw him straight into the team which wasn't ideal hmm you could tell he was getting settled you obviously have to move house from a different part of the part of the country didn't know anybody right but um he's starting to look like he could be a really quality he started to look like he could be a quality player he was excellent on Tuesday night against Newport nice um and that was one of the best Knox performances I've seen um since Christmas so Heck. yeah I re- I really like the look of Scott Robertson um, I think he will be a good player. I think he provides interesting competition when Matt Palmer is back mm-hmm. um, next season because they are very similar players. So yeah. I I can't imagine you would play them both in the same
1: team. Right, that's always that's always my biggest uh, issue with with signing good players who are filling in for a position we already where we already have a player that I'd love. Yeah,
0: but but we. <laughs> desperately desperately needed somebody to play that position so I don't I don't think we had much choice in the end
1: what are your thoughts on like a player getting injured a new player either signing on or taking their spot while they're injured and then that substitute player playing so well that the starter doesn't get his job back. Or yeah, I mean, I mean,
0: it, it, I mean, it's a, it's it's a risk, and I'm sure Matt Palmer is sort of thinking about that. I w- I wouldn't I wouldn't imagine they're on they're on anything like comparable salaries, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when Matt Palmer is back from Knox's point of view you would either have to play him or get rid of him and I can't see a world in which we'd want to get rid of him right um because he he would just be earning too much money to be sitting right to be to be sitting on the bench for sure um like I said I'm really interested to see what Abadala Jetta looks like when he gets up when he gets up to speed he's done very well in the Danish. Super League we've signed him from Viborg which is a club that our owners are majority oh sorry are minority shareholders.
1: In. Oh wow. Okay. Um,
0: so, you know, we do, you know, they do know him. Um, they do know him very very well. Actually, can I just go on? Can I just go on a mini a mini rant here because yeah, I re- I really need to get this <laughs> off my chest. So, obviously with um with what happened last season, I follow a load of Wrexham Mm-hmm. Social media and obviously the algorithm has picked up. Um, I follow a lot of and stuff, so I got you know, during January, I got a lot of like clickbaity headlines on okay. all these players that we were going to sign. And you know, the articles are what they are, they're clickbait. But what was really interesting was reading the comments below, it's mm. going, Yeah, 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 we, we want to sign Lawrence Shankland, yeah, we want to sign Macaulay Langstaff, yeah. We, we want to sign Jody Jones. And it's like, guys, no. <laughs> like, if you wanted to sign Macaulay Langstaff offers, you'd have to pay us three million quid be- just to get in the room. Right. Like the sa- the same with Lawrence Shankland. Like, hearts are going, hearts, and hearts are competing in Europe for crying out loud. Right. This is a Scottish Premier League player <laughs> in his prime. Like, you have to pay for th- you'd have to pay two, three million quid. And like Wrexham's turnover is 20 million pounds that wouldn't yes. be robin ryan being ambitious that would be robin ryan taking leave of their senses <laughs>
1: it's just like dude i completely agree when i somebody i forgot who told me but somebody said some rumor about macaulay langstaff coming to Wrexham. i was like you're a lunatic like that yeah there's no way that's going to happen <laughs>
0: Because, and I hope they go into this in the documentary, because it's going to be really important going mm-hmm. forward, you know, Wrexham is subject to this profit and sustainability rule. now, mm-hmm. So it's not just a question of what Rob and Ryan are willing to put in they are, you know, without getting too far into the weeds on this, mm-hmm. what the profit and sustainability rules say is, you can you can only spend a certain percentage of turnover. Mm -hmm. on what they call football operations which is basically Mm. the the men's first team and the associated coaching staff so stuff like the redevelopment of the cop yeah or the women's team that doesn't get factored into that calculation okay um but there is like it's it's a soft salary cap basically because it's not capping the amount Mm. you can pay any individual player but it is capping the overall amount of money you can spend on transfers and salary.
1: Interesting. Uh,
0: and that said that that's done over a three season calculation. So this is the first season mm-hmm. um, and you know, Sean Harvey as uh managing director of the EFL helped write those rules.
1: Right. So he probably knows them better than that. Yeah, he so, he,
0: <laughs> so he knows better than anybody Rex don't want to get to january 2025
1: Mm -hmm.
0: not looking like they're going to hit that number right because if they get there they've only got three choices you either sell players in a fire sale yeah you raise ticket prices or you get more sponsorship now given given the sponsorship wrexham have already got Mm -hmm. i doubt that's gonna that won't be easy correct (laughs) raising raising ticket prices is never popular.
1: No, the fans would revolt, and Ryan and Rob have already said they have no intention of yeah. in doing that. So, yeah.
0: And you know, and sell it. And the thing is, if you if you need to sell players, that gets out very quickly. That the reason you're selling them is that you're not going to make the profit and sustainability number, <laughs> and that means that no, cl- that means it's a fire. S- that <laughs> means it's a fire sale.
1: Yep, people are going. Um, you know, and, of, that, you.
0: <laughs> and I've, I've I've seen teams taken apart. You know. Taken apart and sold for scrap. Right. Um, trying to hit that number. It's what's happened to Wolves this year, it's what happened, mm. it's what's happened to Sheffield United. Yeah. Um, and you know, th- this is the thing. It used to be that those rules, you got a you got a small fine and a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the league worked out that wasn't a deterrent to club mm-hmm. spending money they didn't have. Right. So now they've started really enforcing it, and you get po- you get points deductions. Wow! This is what's taken Derby into League One. Um, Reading have been affected by this. Everton have been affected by this. Probably the biggest interesting um, casualty of this. Yeah. So the the league and the government um, are really cracking down on this. So these PSR rules aren't just there for show anymore. They are being enforced. Huh. Um and so I think, like I think a lot of Wrexham fans were making fun of these posts, mm-hmm. but I think people that maybe come into this with the documentary need to realise it's not just up to what Rob and Ryan can afford anymore. It's not right. up to to what they what they are prepared to put into the club. Mm-hmm. It is for stuff like the cop redevelopment or redeveloping the training ground or stuff like that mm-hmm. because that's not calculated as part of PSR but in terms of transfer fees and salary
1: yeah
0: you know they are now operating under the same set of rules as every other club
1: gotcha yeah that makes sense that makes a lot of sense it's not completely up to them anymore what they do with the what they do with the club there are rules you have to go through to get to that top level and as yeah you move up so yeah that's interesting that's interesting um well should we get into the game a little bit i mean so if
0: we, if we must yeah
1: <laughs> so just so everybody knows uh there was a problem with the stream for Knott's county fans so knots none of the fans got to watch the game um and so luke uh didn't get to watch it but he did listen to it so um well first off let's let's talk about the lineups i want to know if you had any issues with uh with no that's starting lineup that-
0: that's that's basically our strongest poss- the strongest team we can possibly put out at the moment. The 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 interesting issue is that during the game we switched from a back three to a back four, back to a back three. Interesting. Um, again. Hmm. So I think Stuart Maynard is still trying to work out like the best defensive structure mm-hmm. um for knots, but we do seem to be quite fluid in terms of whether we're playing four at the back or three at the back um yeah i mean that that is that that is the strongest team he could put he could put out um i am like we we did this we did this weird thing on tuesday playing macaulay langstaff out wide
1: yeah he mentioned Uh, that in an interview
0: yeah we we didn't like I can see the logic of doing that he has played there before in his career before in his career and he's got pace and he's got touch
1: yeah but
0: for me you put the most dead you put the most deadly striker in the league you put him you put him between you put in between the stick you put him yeah so he's playing the width of the goal basically yeah um and I do think this has been one of the one of the issues we've been having with this drop off in form is that Langstaff keeps coming back into midfield looking for the ball? Mm. Like he's not he's not getting the ball played to him, so he's getting frustrated, he's coming back, he's trying to he find it. Day. Yeah. Um, and that means and that means he's just not in position, he's just not far enough up the pitch mm. to score the goals anymore. So, like if I'm Stuart Maynard, I'm taking him to one side and saying, Look, Micah, you don't don't worry about not having the ball it's the job it's the job of the other guys to get you the ball you stay in the position to score the goal wherever we are on the pitch i want you to be the player furthest forward furthest (laughs) forward um yeah yeah i get
1: that i i understand impatience wanting to get that ball quicker and you know not feeling like you're getting it quickly enough or often enough like that's gonna that's gonna tug at any competitors like yeah drive to go get it you know make things happen by yourself <laughs> yeah the,
0: the, there's a there's a lot of that it's like yeah
1: our lineup I uh I thought our lineup was pretty solid um the only one that surprised me was William Boyle um Will Boyle he uh he's been up and down for us he's yeah,
0: he's been he's been really in and out in and out yeah. hasn't he
1: I mean last game he 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 basically won it for us but like he lost us a couple games with red cards um like he's he, he's been an interesting player um generally tozer would have been in there so we lost our long thrower today which we definitely needed we 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 had tons of throw-ins down on y'all's end um that we needed that long throw and we didn't have it so um that was a that was a bummer but uh yeah should (laughs) all right i'm gonna pull up uh the the biggest the biggest one the biggest thing that people are gonna be talking about is this supposed or not supposed handball Um, yeah
0: i did have chance to see this before we started
1: recording it's it's hard to see it's just gonna gonna be a repeating clip two seconds um (sighs) it, it does hit the top of his arm it hits his bicep area so the question is his it man so with with something like this the way i feel about it is that if they hadn't called it rex would have had an argument (laughs) if they did call it not has the argument you know so like one way or the other somebody's going to be pissed off
0: yeah well i am extremely (laughs) pissed off jake um because because that's that's that that's just not a that's just not a handball mm. it just <clears throat> it just isn't um uh-huh. I mean like you say from, from what I can see it hits his bit it hits it hits his, it hits yeah. his bicep get right
1: like, right about there
0: yeah like I mean the, the rule the rule is the rule is if it's above the t-shirt lines if it's above the line of where an average t-shirt goes then it's not handball.
1: Mm. um it depends on where an average t-shirt if you're wearing cut off shirts yeah yeah below the line Luke (laughs) yeah and
0: I mean and I mean that that was annoying Langstaff should have scored in like the first minute yeah the sounds of it there was a diving header that he should have put away a made a made several good Mm saves. he is such a good he is such a good keeper for you guys Yes, I do not understand why people why some people are getting on his case. He's a remarkably good keeper I for lead agree to.
1: and he's so young. Like it's it, it astounds me how people are railing on that guy because he has made saves that no other goalie we've had over the last five seasons could have saved.
0: No, I mean he's and this and this is the thing, you know, enjoy him while you've got him because yeah, my sense is that somebody at Arsenal has marked him down as you know one of, as their long term
1: gosh I really uh, really <laughs> we're we're all or not all of us but the vast majority of people are speaking out trying to get Oconquo signed because that dude yeah he crushes it for us he this game y'all should have scored a bunch of times he had a few incredible saves the highlights aren't out yet um that was a fan or somebody recorded green yeah. or something so the highlights aren't out yet but so we can't go over the highlights but uh in this episode, I'll have shown the highlights before our interview, So people yeah. can see them. Um, but man, it, I love a rivalry game, man. Like it was, it was super fun. Um, the energy from both teams was fantastic. Everyone played really, really well. Like both, we should have scored a couple more times. Y'all should have scored a couple more times. Um, but there were a ton of misfires and a ton of great saves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean we've got we've got yet another we've got yet another keeper because like the one thing I thought we didn't need to sign in January was another keeper, but we went out and signed uh, Luke Ashby Hammond
1: mm-hmm.
0: off Crawley. Um, now personally, I I'm a big I'm a big Sam Slocum yeah. um, fan, but I will say this: Luke Ashby Hammond is very good with the ball at his feet. And Mm -hmm. he does something that I, he does something I've very rarely seen goalkeepers do, which is he kicks with both feet or Um, he is equally comfortable kicking with both feet. Like uh, most, most goal, most goalkeepers can do it, but they they definitely favor one foot or the other. As Mm -hmm. far as I can tell, he is genuinely ambidextrous, which I really have not seen that very often.
1: So what's uh, what's the benefit of him starting over Slocum?
0: I think it's I think it's that he is better with the ball at his feet. He's not as yeah. good a shot. He's not as good a shot stopper. Yeah.
1: I don't think. Gotcha.
0: But you can sort of use him in that Manuel Neuer sweeper keeper, long way up the pitch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, sort I mean, of role he can
1: is, boot the ball too.
0: Yeah, he really can. He's got, a, <laughs> and you didn't. I don't think you saw it. So much in this game, but certainly at the Newport game, he can do that with accuracy. He can he can do that with accuracy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he can do that with accuracy as well. So it's kind of weird because the meat and potatoes of being a goalkeeper, i.e., stopping shots and claiming mm-hmm. crosses, I think he's probably the weakest of the three. Okay, we've got. But yeah. in terms of being an all-round player and actually setting attacking moves up he's probably the best so it really does depend what you want out of
1: your goalkeeper i guess interesting yeah i i I thought he did well today the the one goal that we got was off a crazy ricochet and and um fletcher just kind of fell backwards and tapped it right up into the upper like right up there he there there's almost no there
0: there was no there was nothing he could do about that but that's just one of those things where it reminds you that Steven Fletcher was once signed for 12 million quid. Because yeah, his his pay, his pace is gone. He's nowhere near as quick as he used to be. Yeah. But good grief, the man the man has the reactions of a house fly.
1: He's incredible, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's been he's been one of the best signings we've had recently. And yeah, you're right. He doesn't have the same pace, but dude still is starting games and yeah. lasting like 70, 80 minutes. Um and yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and like I say, it's just the reactions for that guy yeah. are incredible. Like it's it's just an instinctive thing, but it's really quick.
1: Yeah. You had a new signee start today, which was uh Jaden Warner. How how have you been liking Jaden?
0: I mean, what? he is kind of on paper what we needed in terms of defensive reinforcement in that he's big,
1: he's mm-hmm.
0: quick, because the we the one thing we really do suffer from. Is balls played over the top? You know, we really do need somebody to get out there and win Mm -hmm. that, win that first header, that first touch on the ball. Yeah, Um, he's only played a couple of games. Um, He really hasn't played much senior football. He's mostly played in Norwich's Mm -hmm. under twenty threes, and I think you can, I think you can tell that that's the case. There's a lot of talent there, but it's raw. He's he's. Very, very raw. There is a very good player in yeah. there, but he needs more experience. He needs more game time. Yeah. He needs to be playing more senior football.
1: Yeah. Um, was, was and
0: good. so I, I, I think this I think in a few games I've seen him in, he's been there are things he's done that I've really liked, but there are mm-hmm. also months where you just go, Yeah, you shouldn't have done you shouldn't have done that. And a more experienced player wouldn't have done that. Yeah um because like under 23s football it's not as physical you know the referee the refereeing is to a much stricter standard because these are kids you don't want them to get these are kids you don't want them to get hurt these are right players that to some extent are still physically developing so if you've ever what if you ever watch under 23s football like refs are clearly calling fouls that would never never get called in senior football Mm. Um, you know almost as a almost as a protective thing and so there are times when he's let stuff go or he's been surprised that he didn't get a call that he was clearly never mm-hmm. never going to get um <laughs> so yeah i think he's a very good player but i think he's got a lot to uh, he's got a lot to learn basically yeah, would be my yeah.
1: um overall the uh, like i said the 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 match today i thought was Really good match. Um, I thought everybody played really well. Um, even the even the ref I didn't think, other than possibly the handball, which I'm not going to concede that to you, but I'll I'll keep it under advice. He me. did under <laughs> Um he let them play a lot, which I like. I always like letting them play and not calling all these little ticky-tack fouls. Yeah. That they that some refs tend to do regularly, and it drives me nuts um he kind of like the the pace of the whole game was nice compared to what we what i've seen a lot recently which is a ton of yellow cards a couple red cards a lot of fouls being called
0: i mean uh, the the guys doing the knots commentary were making the same point so yeah. that's clearly not a partisan thing it's uh yeah. it's something everybody had noted yeah um, if i can just ask you a question as an outsider looking in what's going on with paul mullen like he does, he doesn't look to be the same player.
1: He, uh, you know, he's had bursts of being the same player because I, I mentioned that like three weeks ago. Um, and then, but then I remembered like three weeks prior to that, he'd scored a hat trick. Um, so I was like, maybe he did have that one massive injury in the off season, which could still be nagging at him. I don't really know, but i do know that a lot of people have been getting very upset with him for flopping all the time um for just
0: including including yourself particularly the 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 bradford game i think that's the most animated i've ever heard you on the podcast actually
1: (laughs) (laughs) dude that was it's infuriating like i i don't care for that side of sports in general that's why i stopped it's one of the big reasons i stopped watching the nba because people just Mm -hmm. whine about everything how about you be a man and stay on your feet like a man and fight for the ball? That's that's what I want to see. No one wants to see you go down if someone just touches your shoulder like no. one. Yeah. Wants to see that. <laughs> so that. Yeah, uh, I, I do get really animated about that because I just think you're being, I don't know, a little bit of a pansy. <laughs> <laughs> if you do that over and over again but uh i don't know what's been going on with him um and he probably doesn't know completely either or if he does um yeah he's clearly still trying to work through a bunch of stuff so i mean I, I mean,
0: the, the, this is this is the thing sports people are human beings too they have stuff yeah. going on and they have stuff going on in their lives like the 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 best recent example i can think of that from a knots point of view is we played Harrogate just before Christmas mm-hmm. and Aiden Stone our keeper had a terrible game an awful game and I was I was cursing him I was cursing him up and down yeah and then Luke Williams comes out in the the press conference afterwards he goes yeah, it wasn't the best game Aiden's ever ha- ever had, but he's had about two hours sleep in the last two days because his little girl is ill. And just like I'm feeling, I'm feeling like awful because I've been cu- I've been cursing this guy, I've been cursing <laughs> this guy up and down. And it turns out he's not he turns out he's not been he's not had any sleep because his his little girl is poorly. And it's like, oh, I just feel awful. I just feel awful. there. So yeah, yeah, it's it's important to remember these are these are people and they don't have they don't have the same resources that a Premier League footballer you know that Premier League footballer would have or an NFL player would have Mm -hmm. these guys earning you know good middle class money but
1: yeah no more than that oh for sure for sure and yeah that that is one thing that I always try to keep in mind is like that happened with Ben Tozer earlier this year earlier this season his dad was sick um and and no, no one understood why he was playing so poorly. And then it came out, well, his dad was sick. So um, he was going through a lot of personal stuff. So yeah, I mean, anything off the field can affect your play on the field, just because you're you have all the talent in the world doesn't mean that your mentality or just your um, just yeah just your mentality like it, it doesn't mean that that can't be affected by things that are yeah off the field yeah um and you never know you know you never know unless you follow somebody unless you basically stalk somebody and know exactly yeah you just you that. just
0: don't know what's going on in these guys lives
1: yeah exactly so a little bit of forgiveness is always a good thing a little bit of patience yeah. um that's, I, that's sorry I,
0: aiden if you're listening to this i'm very very sorry that i was <laughs> cursing you
1: <laughs> i hope aiden's listening to this that'd be yeah. great um well what are you uh what are your thoughts on rest of the season like what do you what do you think still? I
0: have I have no earthly idea I think this could I think this could go this could go one of two ways I mean obviously we're still in terms of points total we're still relatively close to the playoffs our form has not been good um yeah. to say yeah. the least um I do think I do think Stuart Maynard is getting a hold of the team and the club. Mm -hmm. Um, And we played much better in the last two games than we played for a while. I think it's important to say as well, this is Stuart Maynard's first job in full-time management. You know, he was, uh, he was, you know, while he was at Wealdstone, he was, he was outfitting internet cable uh, (laughs) three days a week. (laughs) Um, So this is, so this is a big change for him as well.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah like you said you're not out of the running by any stretch of the imagination no. you're one point but, out of the playoffs like,
0: but um but i mean really what needs to happen is very simple we need to we need to concede fewer goals there we go. and if and if that means we don't score as many mm-hmm. that's a trade that you know that's a trade i'm willing to make if we concede 15 fewer goals but we'll score 15 fewer goals we're still going to come out way in credit
1: yeah yeah.
0: So I think there's just um there's just a sense in which a little bit of pragmatism wouldn't go amiss. Mm-hmm. Now the issue is do we have the players and the setup to accommodate that? Because right. you know, we're very, very used to as a team playing on the front foot, being in charge, mm. controlling games. Right. It's do we have do we have the humility do we have the do we have the world with all to admit that sometimes we are just going to have to sit a little bit deeper mm-hmm. we are going to have to maybe not see quite so much of the ball mm-hmm. and we're going to have a, to have a bit more sort of positional discipline like there was a game and um, this was the game between luke williams leaving and stuart maynard being hired there was a five-all draw right, against see. grimsby <laughs> yeah. and that was just that was just the most insane thing I'd ever seen because you you've got like Kyle Cameron um you got like Kyle Cameron the center half bombing forward like there's just there's just you can't do that there's nobody to hold the midfield there's nobody at the back it's just 40 yards there's just 40 yards of space and yeah we're creating chance after chance But we were three nil that we were sort of three nil down in 20 minutes and Aiden Stone was having the game of his life <laughs> like this is the thing I, I feel so sorry for that guy because yeah. all anybody's going to see when they look back in the records is he conceded five goals right <laughs> he could have he conceded 12. he could have conceded 15. he was making great save after great save after great save. and you could just see the look on his face was can i get some help right please
1: yeah there, um, i mean that that game is a perfect like example of why a good Strong manager is needed in a game. Yeah, Because <laughs> like, yeah. there was no direction. Like everyone yeah. just played Everybody, like everybody. Hard. It was like, it was like, it, was yeah.
0: like it, was, it was like watching. It was like watching you kids. It was like watching you kids play in the park. Exactly. It was just ridiculous. Everybody was all over the place.
1: Yeah, that was a wild one, man. That was crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I uh. For I had predicted at the end of December that Wrexham would win the league um after our four game slip i basically said uh, if you know obviously if we keep playing like this we're not going to win the league i still am not sure we're going to win the league, especially since i mean just the goal differential alone yeah. stockport 29 mansfield 34. no one's even close to that. <laughs> those two teams are crushing it in that regard and like yeah we have a game in hand against both of those teams but um i we're in flux quite a bit um recently and we're still we're getting new players involved and trying to you know work them into the lineup and figure out what our new starting lineups are going to be and who the subs are going to be and all that kind of stuff so i definitely see us still getting promoted i just don't know if it's going to be automatic or through the playoffs at this point so um
0: um I mean I mean my view for what it's worth is I think it's between you and crew yes. as to who as to who finishes third. Yeah. Um but I don't I don't think I don't think I mean finishing third is still promotion. Yeah. And the thing is, like Stockport were last year's beaten playoff finalists in League mm-hmm. Two. Mm-hmm. They had a they had a very good squad to 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 start off with and they've added to it. Mm-hmm. and Mansfield are our local rivals so I I know a fair bit about them okay um and you know John Radcliffe their chairman over quite a few years now has put a lot of money into has put a lot of money into that club okay um they have spent multiple seasons putting putting this squad together this is where I'm talking about the the role that PSR plays you can't always sign all the players you want In Mm -hmm. one go, you have to do it over multiple seasons. And the thing is, Mansfield have now have three quality players in every in every position.
2: Mm -hmm. So
0: not only is that a very good squad, but it's a very, very deep um squad. They can get five or six injuries Mm. and keep and keep coming. Interesting. Um so yeah, I don't think I don't think Wrexham are gonna get past. Uh, mansfield and stockport i think it's between you and crew yeah um for the final for the final automatic promotion place and i would make you favorites for that simply because that that crew squad is a very good squad but it's a very young squad mm, yeah, um, that's true as well yeah, yeah um cool. so you guys you guys have definitely got you guys have definitely got the experience yeah on them.
1: um as far as relegation you think it's going to be forest green and sutton
0: yeah, I really can't I really can't see anybody. I mean Forest Green have been horribly, horribly mismanaged this year. They've gone through they've gone through coaches like most people go through underwear.
1: It's, um, it's been rough watching that. It's
0: been rough. Um and I mean certain Sutton, Sutton have overachieved by being in the league at all. Sutton are uh certain are, are a national league mm-hmm. team playing in league two. Um, so I thought, I thought sacking Matt Gray was, I can see why Sutton did it, but I thought it lacked class because they have been majorly overachieving for like four seasons and gravity gravity was, gravity was always going to catch up with
1: them eventually. (laughs) I gotcha. Well, Luke, man, it's a pleasure having you on again. I really enjoy chatting football with
0: you. Okay it's been it's been great it's been great talking to you jake i'm sorry i didn't see the game i'm sorry i didn't see the game so it's
1: all it's all good uh you wouldn't you don't like the outcomes you wouldn't have liked you know the I, wouldn't have
0: liked watching, I wouldn't <laughs> like watching it anyway
1: yeah um good luck if you watch the highlights or or the replay or whatever but uh
0: yeah, and maybe 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 we'll see you in the playoffs maybe we won't maybe you will
1: that that could definitely yeah. happen that, that would make for an epic showdown that would that would that
0: would make, that would make for a great episode oh by the way i was reading the i was reading the next series of welcome to rex and going to be much closer to the end of the season yeah it's in they, it's mid-april yeah so they're doing like 12 one hour episodes instead of instead of editing it down into a half hour episodes what do you think of that
1: you know this is the first time I'm, i i knew it was coming out in mid-april but i hadn't started researching it yet so i'm i'm skeptical i'm skeptical because i didn't like the last season um i liked five or six episodes out of the 14 or whatever um i i had major issues with season two of the show um, and so i i'm hesitant to put myself fully into yeah i know what you mean. at this point because it I, I had a problem with my, my, my biggest comparison for it is, is Ted Lasso. Um, yeah. Ted Lasso first season is the, one of the best seasons of TV maybe ever written. Um, and season two and three were some of the worst things I've ever seen as far as like complex, real <laughs> human writing. Um, and it was horrendous. And so I just, I feel like season two of Welcome to Rexham lost the, lost thread the, of audience.
0: the thread of the story yep. basically
1: yep. lost the plot completely because it should have been a season about us and Knott's County and because it's the biggest season in 15 years for the. Although,
0: although I will say that final episode the episode where you go up yeah. I had I had such a lump I had such a lump in my throat um with that episode because it actually has quite a bit of knots in it yeah know? yeah it they did. were interviewing Macaulay Langstaff they were interviewing uh Kevin Scott they're interviewing luke williams and by the way just like i knew luke williams was going to go eventually but why did he have to go now why (laughs) why couldn't why couldn't he have waited till the end of the season when he could say goodbye properly and we could say goodbye properly and this is the thing like i i have nothing against stuart maynard yeah i think he's a good coach but it is kind of it is kind of like being introduced to mum's new boyfriend a little bit he's kind of he's not my re, he's not my real dad like
1: i wanted
0: williams back
1: right yeah that is that is such a good analogy i like that a lot yeah um but yeah hour-long episodes i don't have a problem with it because it's not a comedy um i have a problem with comedies that that extend their episodes um i i don't know it's 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 weird to me that it's coming out so soon. I don't really know what the subject matter is going to be for all 12 episodes.
0: I mean, I, th- I think it actually makes sense because you can sort of do this, you know, the review of the season mm-hmm. while the season is still fresh yeah. in, in people's memories. I think that's why, I think that's why they're doing it that way.
1: And I guess if, if they're not gonna release all the episodes at once, which I doubt they're going to do because they did that last season. Um, then by the time it gets to the final episodes, they will have been able to edit.
0: Yeah, I think that's. I, th- I think that's. I think that's what they've got in mind.
1: Yeah, that's probably the best way to do it, honestly, to keep it fresh. There is an argument to be made for putting it out right before the next season, so people get rehyped about it. Yeah, um, but I, I I understand this, especially since we are actually in the league now more eyes are watching more people might be drawn to the documentary if they can advertise for it during the season so uh.
0: I mean actually it was one of the it was one of the interesting things um following knots on Twitter today like how many how many people were commenting you know how many camera how many cameras they were (laughs) were there actually you know people getting interviewed and stuff so
1: yeah yeah it's interesting It's 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 cool, it's a weird aspect of this whole of this whole ride. <laughs> but it it's, is a little, little the main bit, reason yeah. that I got involved with this. So uh it, it's got good sides and, and downsides. So yeah, um well Luke again, thanks, man. I, lo- I no love no worries, no worries, Jake. Um uh, maybe I'll shout out, shout out your stuff, shout out your stuff, your podcast.
0: Actually, um, so there are a couple of podcasts I do, but both of them are on hiatus. Okay, um, both of them are on hiatus at the moment, so there's a podcast. I do call Wool Shift Dust, which is looks at various um, sci-fi um, fantasy stuff on TV. That's on I hate us mm-hmm. at the moment because my co-host Alicia is not very well at the moment. So hopefully, hopefully it'll be back soon, but she's had a period of poor health.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the other podcast I do is just um talking with some mates from uni that's when i hate us because we all have very busy lives and, no, and nobody is paying us to podcast unfortunately
1: um, welcome to the club <laughs> yeah um
0: so i mean i will send you the links but neither of the neither of them are particularly busy at
1: the moment so, i have I, I have the links they'll be in the episode description so, okay yeah um but yeah again luke thank you so much um looking forward to us maybe playing y'all in the playoffs hopefully we don't have to do that though that would be great can
0: you imagine can you imagine
1: (laughs) all right well uh yeah we'll see you next time we're gonna make this a tradition you're gonna come on sometime around whenever we play knots whenever we play each other from now okay
0: well that assumes we're gonna be in the same division jake
1: i i'm assuming we are Let's let's stay positive, Luke.
0: <laughs> okay, let's stay positive.
2: I'm positive.
1: Oh, perfect.
2: <laughs> all right.
1: All right, y'all. That was Luke Midup, um, Knott's County fan, Knott's County supporter. Great dude. Uh, always love chatting with him. Um, looking forward to hopefully the next time we play Knott's and he can come back on the show and we can do it all over again. Maybe, maybe next time. Um, I mean, hopefully not, but maybe next time he'll actually be happy about the result. <laughs> um, let's uh let's finish up by talking a little bit more about, about Wrexham, about some stuff that happened yesterday. Um, a lot of people furious about this Lee confrontation. Um the tweet says, and I'm gonna read it like how I imagine um Lee Morgan, um, the guy who tweeted it is is saying it. So here we go. Gets grabbed by the throat. Yellow card for both players. Ref and linesman were pathetic yesterday. So that's, that's basically how I imagined him, him uh, writing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an idiotic statement. As Josh points out right below, first, first comment, why are you lying? Robertson pushed Lee over when, when he was on the counter. And when we were on the counter and did the same thing when with Canon, when Canon was trying to track back, um, 100% correct. And he says he's grabbing him by the neck. There's no hand around anybody's neck right here. He's got him by the jersey. Um, he's got him by the kit, the top. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just dumb all around. <clears throat> so that happened. Um, and then this was super interesting. All right. So Aled Roberts, uh, on Twitter says, uh, was feeling curious how both players were faring after Fletcher scored yesterday, this season, one would have cost us 500 K while the other, while the one who is with us was a free transfer talking about Luke Armstrong and Stephen Fletcher. So Stephen Fletcher age 36, Luke is 27 height, same height. Their fotmob rating, Fletcher is 6.87. Luke is 6.27. Fletcher's played 659 minutes to Luke 630. Fletcher's played in 19 matches. Armstrong's played seven. Fletcher has scored seven goals. Luke Armstrong has scored one. Now, to be fair, Armstrong is in League One. Um, and who knows Armstrong could have done just as well for us if he'd have played, if we'd have, we'd have closed that deal before the deadline, um, at the beginning of the season. However, looking at that is super interesting. Um, the fact that Fletcher is absolutely crushing it for us. I mean, seven goals in 19 matches. Um, he, he's so clutch and he makes, he makes goals that are impossible for most people. Um, He puts him in the back of the net somehow, and it's it's a it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to watch. Um, All right, yeah. I mean, what more can we say about Fletcher? I wanted to show more highlights of Fletcher. I wanted to show his highlight goal again, but apparently, I'll get uh, I'll get suspended. Uh, My stream will get suspended if I show highlights. Um, I got to figure out a way around that because that's just idiotic. All right, let's look forward. Here's the table currently stockport still up there at number one mansfield nipping at their heels, 61 and 60 points, um, respectively we're at 58. So we're we're only one game out and we have a game in hand on stockport. So technically speaking, we definitely still can win the league. Now, if we keep up how we were playing the last two games, then there's a real shot at that happening. However, um, I appreciate you going over to Rumble. We are Rexum. Yeah, I was somehow able to get it back on YouTube. I don't really <laughs> freaking YouTube. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, we're we're duking it out with Crew MK Dons, who we play. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, who we play on Tuesday? Uh, they're right behind in fifth, and then Barrow, Harrogate Town, and Knott's is down in ninth. So let's see: Gillingham, Morkham, Knott's. Wimbledon and Harrogate are all within one point of each other, all within one point of each other. And down here, Mr. Jake Bickerstaff on Accrington Stanley, they're at 46, they're they're only two points out of the playoffs right now. How wild would it be if Bickerstaff got, helped his loaned team get to the playoffs um, and maybe even secure a, a promotion? That would be pretty cool, um, pretty cool for him. But I think we're in a great position right now. Um, The goal differential, as as me and Luke just talked about, is substantial. We're half of what Mansfield is. Um, We have more losses than Mansfield. Surprisingly, Stockport has the same amount of losses as we do. We are... Both teams are 7-7 and on draws and losses. Um, And, yeah, we have that one game in hand on Stockport. So... It's interesting. (laughs) What, uh, what, name one in particular that, uh, you thought he had very poor takes on Wrexham. I, I, I like, I like Luke. I didn't have a problem with any of his takes. Um, he's a knots, he's a knots supporter. You know, he's, he's not going to have the entire story on Wrexham because he's biased towards knots and, uh, it is what it is. Um. Interesting. Yeah. If Actington makes playoffs, I want them to win. If not, I want Knotts in and winning the playoffs. Completely agree. 100%. I would love it. Unless, obviously, we drop down to playoff level and then, then absolutely, I would rather us destroy Knotts County in the playoffs. I would love a Knotts County Wrexham championship game or fourth place championship game, whatever we call it. Um, that would be, <laughs> it would, it would be a very interesting. Event. Um, it would it would definitely if we won that game, it would put us, it would just put our mark on it. It'd be like, yes, we are better than knots. Um, we're moving up, and uh, they get to stay, stay in this league for another year. So interesting one to say the least. Whoops, I forgot to uh there we go. I'm back on. Interesting. Okay, talking about financial fair play, our revenue is way above our wage spending. We could double it at the moment. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, that that's, I don't, I barely know anything about that side of the rules of football. So that is not particularly my strong suit at this point. Eventually I will learn all of that. So I'm not, uh, I don't really keep up with how much we're playing, paying players or, you know, what our salary cap is or anything like that. So that's, that's not my strong suit. So I couldn't correct him, you know, whatever he said he said and people can draw their own conclusions from it so um yeah if 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 that's the case if we actually could double it at the moment then i think we're in pretty good shape <laughs> let's talk about mk dons cuz that's who we play coming up that yeah, get on the screen there we go um so we play coming up on tuesday it is i believe it's a rescheduled game from a fa cup or a, maybe a weather event um, let's see MK dons is fifth. They have 16 wins, six draws, 10 losses, 54 points. Um, their goal differential is eight, which is half of ours at 16. They've won four out of their last six. We've won three out of our last six. Um, it is at MK dons. And of course they are the ones who, um, They're the ones who beat us on our on our league debut after 15 years of being out of league. Um, So I would love a little bit of revenge because they beat us at the race course, which is always painful. Um, Doesn't happen all that often. So when it happens, it's significant. (laughs) Um, What is my prediction for this game? I think it's 2-0. I think we beat them 2-0. They beat us 5-3 last time. That is not going to happen again. Uh, Foster was our goalie back then, and it wasn't too long after that, that he decided to retire once and for all. And it's because he was a little slower. There were definitely balls he should have gotten in that game. Um, I, I think Okonkwo will be perfectly fine against MK Dons. Um, they do have some good players. Um, so I'm interested to see how, how we match up with our new Newly signed players, so that'll be interesting. But I think we're going to win 2-0. That is my prediction for the MK Dons game on Tuesday. Tuesday, I just said it like a Southerner. Tuesday. All right. Then, the Gillingham game. I uh, this, this coming weekend is my birthday weekend. I will be at a cabin in the middle of nowhere in Georgia, um, just hanging out with a few friends, and we will be – I'm going to force everyone to watch (laughs) the uh, the Gillingham Wrexham game and uh, just enjoy us destroying Gillingham. I am very biased. I'm going to pick a very ridiculous score because we are playing away. Uh, They are 11th. They've won 14 times, drawn five times and lost 13 times. So. They've lost almost as many times as they've they've won. Um, Their goal differential is negative eight, and they have 47 points. Somehow they have 47 points. It's because they're not drawing as often. That's wild. That's wild how that works. Okay. Um, I think that we will destroy them. 4-0. 4-1. I'm going to say 4-1. 4-1 away at Gillingham. I know our away record has not been... (laughs) great and generally isn't great and i just picked two away wins (sighs) should i have done that yes yes i should i'm staying positive that's what's going to happen i'm picking us to beat gillingham on saturday february 24th four to one that is my prediction and that's what i'm sticking with um yeah and you're right you're right about uh it It is interesting. like I understand why he doesn't think we can win the title, even though one game in hand. Um, I personally have a weird feeling of that as well. Um, it's not really based on anything, and that could change in you know, in the next week. So I, I don't know. There's something about how well Stockport, and Mansfield are playing right now that just leads me to suspect we might not win the league this year. Um, (laughs) yeah, no, I know. I know we haven't scored four away all season, but it's my birthday weekend. So I, that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm picking four to one. I know we haven't scored that many goals. It is what it is. Um, I, I want fireworks. Um, I want to be able to scream in the woods and no one hear me. Um, that's what I want. So that's what that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm putting out into the world. Let's see what Wrexham and the squad can bring back for me. Um, all right, y'all. Uh, we are Wrexham. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for commenting. I really appreciate it. Um, I, you know, on Sundays, it's hit or miss whether or not people are going to tune in live to these things because people are with their families on the weekends. But I... It's the easiest time for me to be able to stream this. And it's directly after a game, directly after a match. It's one day after. Uh, it's a great time to stream this. So um, for those who did tune in, thank you very much. Um, hit me up um, if you have any questions. If you want to come on the show, feel free to reach out. I'm, I'm around. Um, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, wxm texan. Um, you can also watch this stream on my website, peacefulc.network. Um, yeah. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We will see you next week. Well, next week, it might be a day late, specifically because I will not be in town on Sunday. So, next week might be Monday at probably evening time, Um, probably uh, evening time here in the States and very, very, very early morning over in the UK. So, thank y'all for tuning in. We will see you next week. Up the town.
2: Oh, your heart, you're gonna see it, you're gonna see it, and if you knock my soul oh, with all your strength, you're gonna find it, you're gonna find it.